right, we're back at the Pursuit of Property podcast. We're here for episode five with Dean Rogers with the Home Helpers Group. Dean, how are you doing today? Doing great, man. Thanks for having me, guys. Thanks for coming on. So uh, if you wouldn't mind, just real quick, right off the bat, uh, kind of introduce yourself and what, what you do and what you've got going on. Yeah, so uh, name is Dean Rogers. So um, we have our, our real estate investing business, home bases there in Visalia. Um, I've been doing it for seven years now. I'll go back, I'll go through my story and, and how I started and, and where I'm at today. Um, we do stuff all up and down the Central Valley. You know, we do, you know, you name it, we do it. So we do um, a lot of wholesaling. Uh, we do fix and flips. We do less now. We used to do a lot. Um, and then we buy rentals as well. So we're doing doing the three main basics in real estate investing. And most of it is, is single family. We have some multifamily here and there too, some commercial. And then, um, you know, we're, we're looking to branch into some other bigger things too. Okay, very cool. So you said you got started seven years ago. What got you into real estate or what were you doing before that? Yeah, so uh, go go down a trip down memory lane. So back before I got started in real estate, um, my my original professional career was in, in football. So, so in the NFL, I was with the Chargers, um, you know, started that right out of college. And then um, long story short, I went. Uh, I was went from playing tight end mainly to to playing a lot more fullback with the Chargers, and it it opened up my eyes to if I keep doing this, I'm going to be brain dead and probably dead by the age of 50. So even though I was playing great, felt great, North Turner telling me I'm going to have a long career, all that fun stuff, um, I knew that you know what I should probably you know choose a different career path as as hard as that was. So moving on from there. I immediately jumped right into um, moving to San Francisco and starting in, in the corporate world and, um, you know, was working my ass off and, and working for a great company, all things good. But I quickly realized that as hard as I was working, uh, wasn't going to match what I felt my potential was um, just in terms of like experience, in terms of, you know, revenue. Um, all those kind of things. So for me, it was really uh, eye-opening and and forced me to look into you know another career. And um, so I did some soul searching. I googled how to get started in real estate in my 424 square foot apartment in San Francisco that was over two thousand dollars and uh, two thousand dollars a month. And um, I thought to myself. You know, what is it that I'm passionate about? So again, uh, I was already passionate about uh, real estate. I remember staying up late as a teenager, seeing Dean Graciosi on TV infomercials, talking about getting started on real estate and my heart pounding at, you know, 1 a.m. in the morning, watching those kind of things. So um, just Googled it, found Sean Terry. I don't know if you know Sean Terry, but I, I look at him as, as um, a, a mentor in real estate and, he had content, free content, podcasts, just like we're, we're on one right now, uh, where you could just get super detailed, granular information on what he was doing. I mean, he would literally tell you, this is the tool I use. This is, go search here, type in these buttons, click on this button. And I followed it like, like, uh, like you know, 
going out of style. And I, within three months, I did my first deal. Um, and a little funny side story from that, I did my first deal in Sean Terry's market because I was following it so closely. I was literally doing it in his market virtually. And to make it even more funny, to sell my first deal to my, to assign it to my first cash buyer, I actually contacted Sean Terry's office, got in contact with his acquisition manager, and then Sean called me and we co-wholesaled it and split 12,000 bucks. So I was stoked, uh, proof of concept right there, did a couple more deals with him, and then um, you know went out on my own. So um, that's how I got started. And then from there, uh, what kind of led me to where I'm at today, um, was doing it on my own for a year and started doing it then virtually in Visalia, my hometown where, I, where I'm from, um, while living in San Francisco and was doing all the, all the marketing that Sean was telling me to do. And then I stumbled across my business partner, Louis Mota, as a buyer. And he was buying a couple deals from me. And long story short there, he's like, hey, uh, I like what you're doing. Um, you're good at finding deals. Do you want to flip houses together? I said, sure. So um, he's he's got a ton of experience there, and so we started flipping houses together, scaled that. You know, we're doing 20 houses a month, uh, flipping uh, 20 20 houses uh, at a time, flipping houses, and we're doing 100 a year and pumping those out. And then um, just realized we're really good at finding deals. We're okay at flipping. We're not great. We're not terrible, but we're okay. We're better at finding deals. So let's focus on what we're really really best at. Mm -hmm. and and hunker down there and so now we're we're selling good deals to other investors and and wholesaling a lot with the occasional flip here and there very and cool. then buying rental gotcha so you you started how long were you in corporate america before you made that I, I don't know. yeah so it was it was uh uh a year or so of doing that to where then i realized like okay um this this isn't going to be long-term future for me I really need to um, make a change. And that's when that's when I found real estate and just went all in, just went all in on it. And you mentioned you were already basically doing stuff virtually from the beginning. So with all, my, uh, the question I have is once all this COVID stuff hit, I mean, did you guys see any change in your business at all since you were already doing a lot of stuff virtually? Yeah, good question. Really, no. Um, like anything, there were some up and down months and admittedly uh, we did pause on marketing, not because we were scared or thought the market was going to fall from the sky. We really just had to catch up on leads. <laughs> we had so many leads that we decided we need to play some catch up. And so, I mean, that did work. We did find some great deals by going back through leads that we were just kind of, you know, falling over. Um, and so, there were some slower months in there, but where we're at now, especially when we went, you know, full throttle or even more so uh, on marketing, which is what, what we've always been doing. Um, the past three months have been insane, like amazing results, uh, great deals. And, um, and, and our buyers that we're working with are just like, we, those deals you just sold us, we need 10 more of those, like, please bring us more. So, yeah. We've been just, we've been, we've been having a good time. Good. Well, I'm curious. So you, you got in, you immediately got your first deal in three months. What led to that deal? What were you doing that got that? Yeah. So, 
I mean, the one, the one thing I preach to people who are just getting started is this isn't something you can just like dabble in. Um, it's a low barrier to entry. So that means there's a lot of people doing it. Um, some people there, and, and the overwhelming majority, like the 80, 20 rule, you know, 20% of the people are doing 80% of the deals, mm -hmm. you know, you can, you can throw out some random formula that's probably true. Um, I'd say that's true here. There's a lot of people that are just dabbling in the business. Mm -hmm. And so there, there'll be people that get deals here and there, but the people who are pumping deals out, um, they're not just dabbling in it. They're, they're going all out. Um, they're treating it as a real business. So what led me to that first deal was from the moment I heard that podcast for the first time, I fell in love and was obsessed. Like, yeah. like, uh, like unnaturally obsessed to where I would, I would listen to it any free time I could. And I would, I remember even one night in particular, I woke up at like two in the morning with, because I was dreaming about what I had listened to earlier and was playing it over and over. And I had to listen to it again. So I got out of bed and just like sat against the wall in my tiny 424 square foot apartment while my wife was in bed and continued watching or listening to it and taking more notes. Cause I was just like, this is just too good. So, um, I would just say, you know, that's what led me to my first deal is just going all in and taking immediate action, not just, Hey, I'm going to study for six months. Or I'm going to study for however long, like from the first podcast, I would immediately go to wherever it was online that he said, you need to do this. I immediately went there and started learning about what that marketing, you know, uh, method was and how to approach it and how to take action on it and start ordering, you know, forms of marketing. So I, I just took action on it right away. Yeah, I know that's one, uh, one of the big things, especially when Scott and I first got started, um, hearing that from people like you and some of our other mentors and people doing big business was um, just one, make sure you actually take action. You know, just don't sit on your butt and expect things to come in. And then the other big thing, and I know Scott will agree and you will agree, is making sure you're focusing your time on the right activities and that you're not just doing, you know, all this dumb busy work and stuff. So what would you classify as income generating activities, the right and purposeful stuff you should be doing in order to get that first deal or jump to the next stage in your business? Yeah. So I'll, I'll put it in two perspectives. One, just getting started out and one when you're, you know, you're, you're cranking out deals. So you're just getting started. There's a, there's, there's so much to just being a business owner and doing things on your own mm -hmm. that it can be just so overwhelming at times. Um, and you just get stuck. Like you just get frustrated. It's like, Oh, I have 20 things I have to do at one time just to get this one deal moving forward or even to like start marketing or start networking. I mean, there's so many different aspects to it. Like marketing, you might feel like you need a business card and like, uh, uh uh, some sort of packet to present to people to show that you're legitimate. You feel like you need to have some deals done or money in your bank account to even show that you're, you know, worth a damn to talk to, you know, like there's a lot of barriers to entry uh, to getting started, which I'm sure you guys can agree with. Yeah. Um, but for me, it's like, if you show a passion 
um, and you show that you can add value, even if it's just hustle, like people are going to be attracted to that. Like you two specifically are perfect case in point. You guys are putting in the work. You guys are passionate about it. You guys are showing the effort and backing it up. And you guys have other people around you that are super excited to help you and be a part of your journey because they know that there's going to be just value and benefit from everybody being around that kind of person. So be that kind of person is, is first what you need to do. But in terms of like, what are income generating activities? For me, when you first get started out, it's all about deals. You need deals. You need to find ways to get deals. Deals, 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 like nothing else. <laughs> Don't worry about LLC. Uh, what, what kind of name should my business be? Um, I need a special email. I need a website. I need cash buyers first before I can do do anything. Like I talk to new people on, on Facebook all the time and they're working on, Oh, I'm, you know, looking at doing this area, blah, blah, blah. And I've got some cash buyers. Great. Where are your deals at? You can't make money without deals. That's it. You can add value and find buyers for deals. You can do other things and make money. Don't get me wrong. But for me, if you're just getting start, started out, my personal opinion is find out how to find deals. Um, and again, that doesn't mean you have to necessarily be the, the true source of it, even though I think that's the best, is getting it directly from a homeowner or whoever is bringing you that deal. But it could be networking. You could be a, a monster at networking and network with wholesalers, network with realtors, network with other investors and get deals brought to you. And again, you're showing value. You've got other people who will, will buy those deals from you. Um, but to sum it up, I think finding out ways that you can market directly to homeowners to get those deals is the number one skill set that is, is valuable. You know, I've, I, not to toot my horn, but that's what I focus on from day one. And at this point today, especially in today's market, because we're able to find those deals directly from the source and then have people that are super hungry for those, we're in like the perfect spot to be able to create value for everybody. The homeowner creating value for what their situation is, the investor not having to find the deal. So we're, we're the, um, the deal makers in it all. And that's why I think is the number one generating income activity. Um, when you're, when you're, you're in the swing of it and you're doing deals, um, I still think that's number one. Um, and then one that's, that's often forgot about is, is really building your buyers list. If you're a wholesaler, um, for, for a long time, we didn't really have a good buyers list, to be honest. We had decent buyers, but not a great one. Um, not a great buyers list, but now ours is pretty sweet yeah. and, and all, and all of them are hungry and we're we're selling deals i mean most of our deals are selling in 30 minutes or less i mean they're on average you know some will take a little longer for one reason or another but most of them are selling super fast gotcha now when you keep saying finding a deal getting in front of a seller and things like that i mean are you talking about just like mail cold calling door knocking things of that sort i mean what what are some activities that maybe somebody starting could do that that you know or tried and truer that you'd recommend? Yeah, so short answer is I do everything. I mean, name something right now, yes, I do it. Um, I don't do band of signs, I don't do that anymore. Although I was the very first person in Visalia 
to do that anywhere in the area. I can, I can claim the same for that, but, um, I, but anything that you're, you know, direct mail, all the, all the online ads, text messi- messaging, cold calling, all of that stuff we're doing, of course, networking and stuff, we're getting deals through that. So um, we're doing everything. Now, I started out with direct mail. That was my bread and butter. It was the tried and true. Um, I still think that it's strong today, but it is way more expensive. Um, when I was really pumping out direct mail in 2015, 16, and when I doubled down hard in 2017, I mean, whoo-wee, man, the phone was ringing and we were getting great deals. The cost per deal was insane um, compared to now. So um, direct mail isn't dead, but it is expensive and it is the long play. It's not a dabble in direct mail. You don't spend $500 on direct mail and then don't do it for three or four months. You're gonna just waste $500. You gotta be willing to spend thousands of dollars and do it consistently every month and you will get deals. Um, hopefully they're juicy enough ones to pay for your marketing, et cetera, et cetera. But, um, direct mail is something that we've always done and works. Um, so there's, there's that to be said about that. All the online stuff, you know, Google, Google AdWords and stuff. It works again. That is another expensive one. It's kind of a pay to play. You get leads and, and they're expensive leads, but they can be great deals. Um, but the low cost, if you're just getting started, I mean, you should be texting and you should be cold calling. I know a handful of people who are newer or looking to keep their costs low and they're cranking out deals and great deals too, like meaty deals um, from cold calling and, and texting. So I think there's a lot to be said about those right now. Um, cold calling is, is definitely probably the top of the list of the, the cold calling and texting. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, those, that's what we're doing and, and just kind of my two cents on some of the different marketing forms right now. Cool. Yeah. What do you think has been, I mean, cause what's been the biggest driver for you guys, in your business and your success and your growth that's happened, uh, you know, over the past couple of years and recently, what's been the biggest driver for you? Do you think? The biggest driver, uh, hands down is going to be consistency because, I mean, there's going to be months that are slower and you're frustrated. There's going to be months where your, your heart's just pounding because you're so excited and things are insane. Like that's how I am right now. Like at the end of the day, I'm just like needing a massage because my heart has just been pounding all day because I'm like so excited, chasing deals, getting deals in a contract, selling them. Um, but the number one driver, well, hands down is consistency on spending money on marketing. Um, and then, and then not forgetting about everything else, right? There's, there's all your accounting stuff and making sure you're like building your business credit, um, continuing to make effort around networking. Uh, for me, with the wholesaling side of the business, continuing to, to build out um, the, uh, the buyer's list. And then relationships, obviously, for anything in life are, are really important. Um, just talking and communicating with other investors and being open to that, having an, like an abundance mindset versus a scarcity mindset, not to, not to go on a big tangent about mindset, but have an abundance mindset because it's going to attract a lot more to you. I mean, never in my life in the past two years have I been more open and because of it, 
now all the investors in our market that we work in, they're now my friends yeah. and my, my allies. We work together. We close deals together versus before it was me against the world. Hmm. I wanted to be king of the hill, take on everybody. And, you know, we were doing good, but it's not as fun as it is working with everybody and having an abundant mindset. So um, some of those just key tweaks, like my mindset there, uh, just staying consistent and keeping my eye, like a, a real strong finger on what's working in marketing um, and what results are um, is, is what's allowed me to make key decisions at important times and make shifts in the business. Yeah. Like, 2017, I just felt in my gut, hey, we're, we're, we're rocking right now. We need to double down on marketing. And we did that. And just, you know, we almost doubled our business the next month, you know, um, compared, to, compared to what we were doing. So um, that was, was a, a big move for us. And then at the end of um, 2018, I felt like, you know what? we've, we've made a good mark on our flips. We're, we're really good at finding deals. Let's focus on wholesaling more and building our buyers list. So we shifted to more of a model of wholesale first, mm -hmm. we'll buy a rental first, if the numbers make sense, wholesale, then we'll do a flip if, if it's an easy lipstick one, cause we don't want to, we don't want to spend a lot of time on flips and get distracted. So, um, that was, that was a huge shift for us too. Yeah. Well, you're a smooth talker. You're a good salesman. You make everything sound like fine and dandy and easy. Uh, did you ever go through any times where you weren't consistent or you, you had that moment where you hesitated? I know I've been through it. I've shared that story. But I'm curious because it sounds like you've had some good success from the start. Yeah, good question. Um, so far, it's been like a pretty steady increase. Okay. Uh -huh. I would say I don't have a, a story where it's get rich overnight. Um, that's one thing I want to make sure to mention to people is like, I feel like in most businesses and, and at least from my story and my experience, this is definitely not a get rich, oh, you know, get rich quick, even though you can make a lot of money quick, that can happen. You know, we've, we've had, you know, 70, 80 K pop deals on a wholesale and, you know, we get that in a week and we spend a thousand bucks on marketing type of deals. Those happen. Um, you know, and I've heard of other people getting monster, monster deals that can happen. Um, for me, it's more about consistency and, um, you know, uh, yeah. So going back to what you were saying for me, it hasn't been like, Hey, I, I, I started and then it just exploded. It's just been a real consistent ride for me. Mm. And right now we're in a really good spot and feel really good about what we're doing. Um, so yeah, I would say, you know, for everybody, you just got to stick with it and stay consistent. For me and my mindset has, has probably been my strongest um, quality because I'm, I'm real stubborn and just I'll stick through it till the end yeah. until I'm in the grave. And there's plenty of times, undoubtedly, and I, if you've ever heard me on another podcast or, or not, um, I can share stories of you of multiple six figures of losses like in my in my seven years I have lost more money than than most people have made in the past seven years of their life so yeah. that's not to brag that's to say 
I have gotten the crap beat out of me. And in most time, in most cases, it was, it was like, it was just my fault. You know, it was by me not doing more due diligence and not seeing something that was obvious, or maybe I was just too risky. I was too bullish and, and, um, you know, went after something too hard, which happens if you're trying to be aggressive. I mean, most people, if you're in the flip game, uh, flipping houses and you're pushing the envelope, trying to do a lot of deals, you're going to have some misses, right? Um, you can't be right on every deal. So, um, I would just say it's, it's a long-term play. If you're playing hard and going hard, you're going to have some losses and take some L's. Um, that's part of the game. So you gotta, you gotta get some scars in your back, but, um, but yeah, so that's, that's my thoughts on that. So we've talked a lot uh, about things people should be doing and should be focusing on, right? I mean, you took us through um, all the stuff you started with and all the stuff that you guys do now in order to keep that line going up. Um, is there something that stands out to you, either uh, people who are just getting started or even people who may have been in the business for a while, any big mistakes or flaws that they make, which is why their business isn't going like yours? Is there anything that stands out? Yeah. Um, first and foremost, I've said already is the consistency part, but I would say besides some of the obvious things I've mentioned, um, not being organized is something you need to fix or find a partner who is organized. Like my business partner, forget it. He is not organized, not a chance. Good luck. Um, don't hold your breath or you will certainly die. Um, but I, I'm, 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 I I mean, I'm not perfect, but I, I'm really good at organization. I, I'm really, I really care a lot about the details and the little tiny numbers. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm into all the weeds with our accounting stuff. Um, I taught myself QuickBooks and, and accounting. I like gave myself a crash course on accounting to just build out our, our books and, and manage all of our finances. So, um, be organized. And, and if you're not good at a particular thing, again, outsource it, find someone else who is, but stay organized on your leads. Like if you're not following up with your leads, you're not taking good notes, your notes on, on your leads need to be detailed. You need to take notes of what it is that they ate that day or, um, you know, their family members that they are talking about or, um, you know, something else that they just did that they cared about. All these little details that you think might not matter, you need to take note of and genuinely care. I think a lot of people are just caring about themselves, especially when they're started. They want to make that big paycheck. They want to pay their bills. They want to be able to buy groceries. So they lose sight of the big picture. When you're running a business, you need to genuinely care about the people you're working with and find and, and, and genuinely exude that to these homeowners or these other wholesalers or these other investors, whoever, because if someone feels that, uh, that genuineness coming from you, then they're going to want to do business with you. Um, and I think that's another secret sauce is, you know, I've, I, I at least feel like um, I, I give a concerted effort to genuinely show people when I'm on the phone with them that I care and that they then want to do business with me. And, um, so I think that goes a long way. So be organized, take notes, care about people. Um, and then, you know, to be honest, until last month, I have not had a CRM running my business for the past seven years. 
I have had Google Sheets. <laughs> You've been running your entire business on Google Sheets? On Google Sheets, man. My entire business is on Google Sheets to where I manage and run everything. Oh. Um, and just have it color coordinated and, and just type the notes in right there. But uh, last month, I finally I said enough is enough. I got to have a CRM. So you're invested in one and, and building it out. But but that's proof. Like you don't you don't need anything fancy. You just have to like stay organized. You have to have a system around what you're doing, um, and and be diligent about things. So there's there's a lot of little nuggets in there. Just that um, you know you if you're forgetful or if you don't just put an overall good effort around it, like you're just going to miss deals that are right in front of you for the taking. Yeah. yeah. So I know, um, I mean, it, it sounds like you're still on the phone talking with people. I mean, as your business has grown and where you're at today, how is your time kind of structured, especially since now you guys kind of have like a team uh, built out. I'm sure you've got people doing, um, you know, your marketing and, and doing all this other stuff, but how is your time kind of structured and how, what does your day look like? Yeah. So, um, what I basically do in the business today, um, we have a team of four. So we got me my business partner, we've got an acquisition manager, Alon, and then we have an office manager, Sema. Um, and we, we have it pretty much structured where everybody is doing currently what they're, they're strongest and best at. Um, we could easily add another person or two. Um, I just haven't pulled the trigger on it yet. Um, but right now, like for me specifically in that, in our business, what I'm doing, I'm doing all the dispositions. So selling our properties that we're wholesaling. Um, and then I'm doing all the accounting stuff on the background, making sure our numbers are dialed in. Um, you know, a lot of our bank relationships, whether it's line of credit stuff or, um, you know, rental properties that we're refinancing um, and keeping um, pretty much working with all the, the lenders on that stuff. Um, and then besides that, I'm pretty much quarterbacking all of our, our leads and deals mm -hmm. um, just because I'm a bit of a control freak. So I like to just like have my hands in it, make sure that we're, we're doing stuff correctly. We're, we're going as hard and fast as we can. Um, cause I'm, you know, super competitive and I just, I, I love, I'm super passionate about the business. So mm -hmm. I like to just be kicking ass and having fun in it. And then, um, I, I manage all of our marketing. So, um, which is what I've done since the beginning and, and something I've been, uh, been good at. So, all the marketing that we're doing, um, any new marketing that we're doing, any marketing changes that we're doing, little tweaks and twists, looking at all the resort results and the KPIs from a marketing. So I'm, I'm into the weeds looking at all that stuff all the time because I feel like you need to to have a pulse on it. I feel like the, the moment that I kind of back off and let someone take over, you know, the marketing stuff uh, that we'll still do deals, but we'll, we'll see it fall off a little bit because um, right now, uh, I was thinking about it before the call. I feel like where I'm at right now today in, um, just, just where everything's led to this point, I feel kind of like Neo in the matrix where I can, <laughs> I can see everything coming. I'm like, Doo -doo -doo. <laughs> you know, I can see all the code on the wall. Yeah. Um, you know, I know what we need to do for marketing. I know where we what we can sell a property for. And we're just like, 
firing these deals out. And, uh, and that's what's been super fun. But with that has come, again, a ton of repetition, um, a ton of effort into it, getting the crap beat out of me a bunch of times. Right. So uh, I'm not some all-knowing, like, super smart guy. I will never tell you that. I just give a lot of effort into it. And that's where I've been able to find success because I've made a, I've made plenty of mistakes. I miss opportunities, I'm sure, all the time. But it's just giving a bunch of effort, mm-hmm. um, which is which has led us to do what we're doing now. You know. Gotcha. So then, what's next? Yeah. So next for me, um, I feel like we need to build a a, a, a stronger team to continue to support the machine that we built around uh, the wholesaling business. Um, I feel like we can, we can definitely do better on that and have add some more key players to that. And then for me, I just want to build more passive income. Um, you know, we've got a good amount of doors right now. Uh, it's got good income. We've got, you know, a couple seven figures and, and uh, equity on those deals. So I feel good about what we've accomplished. And we didn't start focusing on passive income, mind you, until the beginning of 2018. So it's really been just like two and a half years that we've focused on passive. Yeah. And, um, and, and I feel like we've, we've done okay. Naturally, I want to do more and bigger, right? We, mm-hmm. we all yeah. are, have big goals. Um, but I know that um, in order to, to get to where I want to get, I need to get more passive income, true passive income uh-huh. um, to where, you know, I can wake up tomorrow and just go to the beach with the family all day and not even think about an email. Um, yeah. You know, I can go travel with my buddies or do whatever, you know, just figure out what you want to do. And, and everyone always says travel, but like my passions are hanging out with my family, working out, playing sports, Mm-hmm. Uh, being at the beach in the ocean, um, doing something active. So I want to do that all day, every day. And I promise I won't get bored doing those things. So I just, I want to be able to do that all day long, you know? That's awesome, man. Well, do you have any, anything you haven't touched on so far? A lot of um, our listeners are kind of in the younger age group, uh, people who may not have any experience at all uh, who, or who are just getting started. Do you have any last minute advice or any thoughts that you'd like to share? Yeah. So directly with what you said, just being younger, I mean, that's, I got started in real estate when I was 24, uh, when I was done with the chargers, you know, maybe I was closer to 25. You guys started younger than I did. And, um, yeah, I was 25. So I would say that, um, don't waste your twenties. Like if you're a young listener to this, don't waste your twenties or if you're in your teens, like get started now. Um, because anyone can literally do this business. You can be smart. You can be dumb. You can be old. You can be young. It literally does not matter. There's, there's almost no barrier to entry. It's just you using your mouth and communicating to people and structuring things, putting them together, understanding how to put this piece of the puzzle with this piece of the puzzle, and then like identifying what an opportunity looks like. So this isn't brain surgery. It's literally a piece of property sitting on the ground. Um, You need to understand what that can do from a number standpoint. So that's what's so exciting about the business. Like 
you, you, these are assets that you can like play a game with. Um, and, and then obviously, um, again, just to reiterate a point on that note of it being a game, like you, you need to be careful though, too. You need to have a lot of, um, you need to, um, just be thoughtful of the people you're working with, right? The thing I was going on about earlier, you're working with people who have real life problems and you could be the godsend solution to them and that's going to make them over the moon so happy and excited. And, you know, you shouldn't take that for granted. You should be grateful that you can provide that, uh, that solution for them um, and put, put food on their table um, and then be able to provide for yourself and for other people, put food on your table. So, um, yeah, I would just say, you know, don't, don't waste your time. Don't be going and spending your money, you know, drinking your whole twenties. Like I didn't, I didn't do that because I just had more fun, uh, chasing after the business and again, like playing sports and stuff on my free time. So, um, I just say, get after it. Don't, don't wait. Well, perfect. Man, we're so grateful that you joined us and you've, you've made an impact on the Valley. Anybody that's interested in becoming maybe a cash buyer or interested in reaching out to you, what would be a good way for them to get a hold of you? Yeah, thanks. So you can reach me on Instagram. Just go to at home helpers group and you'll just see that you got a little hands with a house on it logo. Um, so at home helpers group on Instagram, or you could send me an email directly, Dean at homehelpersgroup.com. Um, I love working with experience or brand spanking new people. Um, going back to what I said, if you can show that you got the hustle and the determination, and if I, if I just spend 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes with you and explain everything you need to do and you don't do it then I'm not going to be excited to talk to you again and like tell yeah. you to do more. Like yeah. Yeah. just, you, you gotta, you gotta put in, um, you know, you gotta do your side of the, um, side of it as well. So, um, I work with new people all the time, help them get started, help them give them direction, even do some coaching if that's something they want to go down. Um, but I'm all about doing deals and that's, that's where the value is. So happy to help people on anything go on appointments with people, even negotiate with the seller. If they're scared or, or unsure how to do that, I'll run comps for you and tell you what this house is worth and what you should offer. Like I'll do all that work for you. If you're bringing that value of here's a qualified lead or, you know, we're getting to the point to find qualified leads. Or again, like you said, cash buyers, like if you're looking for deals, hit me up, we'll get you on the list. We've got deals pumping out. I mean, there's been like five, five or six that we've, we've sent and done deals on in the past uh, 48 hours. So we're, we're rocking and rolling and sending deals out. So holler at your boy and let's do some business. Awesome. That's awesome, man. Well, again, Scott and I super appreciated uh, you taking some time out of your day. Um, I'm, I mean, it's just awesome and inspiring to hear where you're going and where you're at. And I know uh, we're excited to see where you're going. So thanks again. Thank you. Well, I'm more inspired by you guys. I love watching what you guys are doing. See you guys going on flights, picking up nine properties. I'm like, woo! It like, it like put a fire under me. I'm like, damn, I need to go get some properties. What am I doing? Well, shoot. <laughs> well you're invited to come with us anytime, and uh, we'll we'll chat after about what we're doing. Cool, man. Awesome. We'll keep doing what you guys are doing, and uh, love all your energy, and and uh, appreciate you having me on. 
Thanks, Dean.